0: hello all you slut enthusiasts fellow sluts and perverts welcome to the slut next door podcast and i am your slut next door i am a taboo phone sex operator audio porn creator and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut kinks fetishes and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads today it's just me and I'm delivering a first on The Slut Next Door, a mini episode called Current Sex and Porn News with The Slut Next Door. And it's going to be where I am bringing you five news stories that involve something either slutty, sexy, or kinky. I want to take a moment to thank my Patreon producers. We have a new one Todd, L, Nick, Robert, Moondogger, Hale, Murder Cube, BR, Brent, Sarb, Patrick, and Landon. Your support is so appreciated. Do you want to support your favorite slut next door? Check out patreon.com slash Door. One of the benefits of becoming a Patreon is hearing the Uncensored After Hours bonus episodes, and this week, I'm going to post one about some recent phone sex stories that either shocked me, turned me on, or made me laugh. But without further ado, here's our episode. So first, I want to kind of talk about where the slut next door is going, Um, we're half a year into the podcast and truly, I'm just continuously shocked that people even listen, (laughs) like truly, I didn't really know where this would go. I just knew I wanted to try it out. So I've decided to make some adjustments to how I deliver the podcast. So currently there is typically one podcast posted per week. That won't change, but the type of episode will. So every month, there will be one full episode, much like they're delivered now, where I unpack kinks and fetishes with a guest or by myself. And the following week, though, I'm going to start a mini episode titled Current Sex and Porn News with the Slut Next Door. That's what we're doing today. And I'll just pull current news and happenings within the porn world or any current events that have to do with fetish, kink, or sex and discuss them. And then the following week, there will be another mini episode titled, Dear Slut Next Door, Advice from a Slut. Think Dear Abby, but way more kinky. I'll ask listeners to send in anonymous advice or comments for me to talk about on the episode. I've already put out a Google form that's on my Twitter or in my discord server where you can anonymously ask me advice. And I've also posted a link where you can even leave a voicemail that I will play on the episode. If you're brave enough to, uh, Share your voice with the world, um, but super excited for that one. And then finally, the following week will be another mini episode titled "Bite Size Kink" with the Slut Next Door, where I will just talk about specific niche fetishes and kinks, just on a smaller scale than what I usually do. So I'm excited to see how this plays out. And as always, I just appreciate you listening. I want to go ahead and say, too, that with the news mini episodes, I will be linking the news articles that I found in the show summary and the episode summary of the episode. So if you are interested in seeing those news stories, they will be in the episode summary and also posted in the Slut Next Door uh, Discord server. So let's get started. This first news story is about a professional dominatrix named Miss Crave. She dominated a Florida City Commission meeting in December of 2022. An NBC News channel in Florida reported that a latex-clad mistress, flanked by two others in latex hoods, stiletto boots, and reflective face shields presented a very interesting proposal to divert one of the council's million dollar contracts and push some of those funds to build a dungeon in the city of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I did watch the video clip and they are hot, this mistress and the two. I don't even know what they are. They just joined and they were hot as well. But Miss Crave insisted the council call her mistress and use a quarter of the million dollars to support Doms and subs in the county by building a dungeon using taxpayers dollars. She ended her short speech saying quote, "I look forward to spanking each and every one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. I have to say, I was pretty impressed. I mean, that's very ballsy showing up for one in fetish gear to a city council meeting and then proposing what she proposed using taxpayer dollars to pay for a BDSM dungeon. I mean, hats off to you, mistress. (laughs) And it, you know, it goes to say, is it fair to push taxpayer dollars towards something? Like a fetish club. It got me thinking about that. I don't know enough about U.S. city uh, government to say, you know, our entertainment is any entertainment kind of venues ever paid for with tax dollars money. I'm not sure, but I'm guessing not. I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, after watching the video, too, I thought, man, this would make a great porno. You know, like a femdom shows up at a city council meeting and dominates the uh old guys, uh the old city council guys. <laughs> and then I and then I wondered. I wondered how many of those old councilman guys looked her up on the internet afterwards. Maybe even it got her some business. I hope so. I was impressed, Miss Crave. <laughs> Next news story actually happened here recently within the month of March in 2023. Max Hardcore, an American pornographic actor, producer, and director, passed away this month from septic shock and pneumonia at the age of 66. If you didn't know Max Hardcore's work, his content was extreme and hardcore. Most of the content included urinating on the female co-stars, fisting, extreme gaping, and even vomit. The overall theme of his work was definitely more on the sadistic side and labeled misogynistic by critics. The director, Max Hardcore, actually served two years in jail for obscenity charges based on movies involving fisting, urination, and vomiting. So rest in peace, Max Hardcore. I know he was loved by a lot of pervs and also hated by very many people. What struck me most when I was reading about Max Hardcore was the fact that he was hit with obscenity charges for porn movies involving water sports, fisting, and vomiting. I mean. Sure, these things are obscene, but if all the adults are consenting, why is it the government's job to decide if something is obscene or not? Maybe there was more that was not reported, but it just seems really unfair and a waste of tax dollars and law enforcement resources Uh, to go after someone for creating porn that's, um, you know, just on the hardcore Side of things. My next story is about a company called SpankPay. SpankPay, an online crypto payment service created for the adult industry, announced it is shutting down permanently due to a hostile banking environment. SpankPay was using a service provider called Wire, which had switched payment processors to one that it That is not really willing to work with adult entertainment. The company was unable to find a replacement resulting in them shutting down. I was a user of SpankPay and was really bummed when I heard about this news because the company was sex worker friendly and really the only one out there that is sex worker friendly because um, I don't know if I've ever announced on this podcast, but I've been banned by PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App. I can never use those services again because somehow I'm not quite sure, but somehow they were able to determine I was using their services for adult entertainment. And it's just, it's extremely frustrating and discriminatory to not allow individuals to use. Banking services because I'm providing, you know, totally legal online sex work services. But I am thankful that there are people out there advocating and fighting for fair treatment of adult entertainment performers at the Congress level. Like, I know Spank Pay is really, really um, serious about this because the environment is starting to feel pretty uncomfortable with, you know, these censorship laws and financial institutions blocking safe and legal sex work. My next news story is one I definitely had to report on. So if you have been paying attention to any news this month in March of 2023, you know former President Trump has been indicted by a grand jury after an investigation of offering hush money to adult film star Stormy Daniels. I won't ever go into boring politics here on the podcast. I'm reporting on this to really celebrate the brazen responses of Stormy Daniels on her Twitter. So here are some examples. A user on Twitter says, quote, Sex with Stormy Daniels is traumatic enough. Hasn't President Trump been punished enough? And she responds, I think he needs another spanking. And then someone else on Twitter says, quote, You know this is evidence, right? End quote. And she responded, Quote, Evidence of what? That he's been spanked? That's common knowledge. (laughs) And so another Twitter user says, Why did you sleep with him even though you knew he had a wife? Her tweet response was, Why did he invite me to his room, take off his clothes, and corner me when I came out of the bathroom even though he knew he had a wife? Another user on Twitter says, you could have turned him down, but you didn't, and you knew he had a wife. And she responds, quote, so did he. And another Twitter user claims, so you knew he is married, yet you proceeded. So you are a a cheater. She responds back with a tweet that says, yep, the sorcery of my magic voodoo vag was too much for that poor little man and it forced him to forget all about his vows, take off his clothes and corner me. It's all my fault. Obviously, she says in a mocking tone. And then my personal favorite. Oh, I love this. A Twitter user says, President Trump wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole. She tweets and responds, True, he used a three-inch one. <laughs> Burn, ultimate small penis humiliation, slay you fucking queen. I just have to say, Bravo, Stormy. I mean, your hits are hard and spunky, and for me personally, I really enjoyed seeing An attacked woman defending herself with wit and confidence. And I find it hilarious and pretty sad that the other women in cheating situations are looked at as the ones to blame. I was happy she defended that pushing the guilt to the married man in the situation. And I know, sometimes it's easier to ignore the hatred and the trolling, but in this instance, it's been not only entertaining, but just also makes me want to crown Stormy as a true fucking queen. <laughs> Next story. This is actually old news from 2022, but I felt inspired to report on it, especially considering the blasphemy talk we've discussed on this podcast. So Pope Francis last year delivered a blunt warning to not just congregates but priests and nuns, telling them to quit with the porn already. This is po- the Pope's quote, quote, the devil enters from there, end quote. What was most interesting is this quote here as well. And I'm not just talking about criminal pornography like that involving the abuse of children. That is already degeneration. But pornography, that is a little normal. Dear brothers, be careful about this. End quote. The Pope claims that porn weakens the priestly heart. And the pure heart, the one that Jesus receives every day, cannot receive this pornographic information. He gave advice to delete porn from their phones so they will not have temptation in their hand. And in 2015, a U.S. conference of Catholic bishops called producing or even watching porn a grave matter and a mortal sin. What is most interesting about this report is that the quotes from the Pope make it sound like porn is a problem with priests and nuns. I would pay money to know what kind of porn they're watching. I would pay money for that. I'm serious. I don't know about you, though. But if if I believed in God and was religious, I don't want some old man telling me what I can And cannot rub my pussy too. That supposedly, like, God gifted me with this pussy, right? I don't want him telling me that I can't rub my God-giving pussy to porn. (laughs) Just gonna say. And not going to lie, it kind of turned me on to read that quote that the devil enters through porn. It It just makes me laugh, really. It makes me laugh that people... Go through life in 2023, like today, thinking that porn is evil. I mean, to me, in my opinion, porn is the celebration of human bodies and sometimes can be even like artful and expressions, like of art. But I mean, granted, I am just a filthy slut, so what do I know? <laughs> Well, that wraps up our first sex and porn in the news with The Slut Next Door. I want to thank you for listening to The Slut Next Door. Follow me on Twitter to stay up to date and interact with me. You can find me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. And don't forget my Patreon supporting me helps me keep doing the things that I love doing, like this podcast. And also, I want to really invite you to find the Slut Next Door Discord server because I'm really starting to beef up what it looks like in there, and I really am just working hard at trying to create a sense of community around this podcast and around sex and around porn and pink and fetish so find me on there i do link it in the episode summary but until next time bye